Go. I've done it. Da 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 da. Starfield. Ah, oh, what's the date today? It's the the eighth. It's been forty eight hours, n- nearly more or less, since the official release of Starfield for Xbox Series X S. Is it on S? Yeah. And PC. Ash has obviously had hold of it since the first of September. Yep. Um, and I have had hold of it since the 6th of September. And um, if you're one of the people who's not interested in Starfield, you best go away, really, um, because that's what this episode is going to centre around. Disclaimer, it, we're not going to spoil anything. However, we'll be discussing early mechanics, gameplay stuff, and just the game. Yep. We won't be disclosing any important things, but we will be talking about, you know, the odd side mission, yada, yada, but nothing very, very important. So just bear in mind, if we spoil anything for you, you've been warned. We won't be talking about glitches. We're not here to tell you how to earn the most amount of fucking credits or whatever they're units, whatever they're fucking called. Credits. There's there's none of that bullshit, no cheats or anything like that. So if you're looking for guides or just fuck off and just listen to our normal conversation about it because this has been since the first of September this has been cooking. Yeah, so I couldn't be here last week. Someone stole my vehicle. It stole it, it was a friend that stole it, so I couldn't get here. Uh but I'm back. Thanks for filling in. I did listen to the uh pod the other day and I thoroughly enjoyed it as usual. You're so welcome. Good work, uh Steph. And me, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, so um, let's fucking jump on it. Ash is playing Starfield on his Xbox that he bought specifically for Starfield. This has been over a year ago. Yes, when you bought that, it was basically near the beginning of the podcast is when you purchased that. Yeah, it was when I went Center Parks. Yep, that was the one. Oh, that shit was that. That was we hadn't done our first episode yet. Had we not? No, I think we we did it after Center Parks. Oh, yeah, because we, we were going to plan to do it, and I said, well, we'll wait till I get back. Yeah, that was the one. Uh-huh. So this has been over a year in the making. And, and I barely touched the Xbox. I played it a little bit, but it's crazy, not really. It? And I'm I'm playing it on, on PC. Yeah, before we get into that, I just realised how jealous I am of you. Not that you're playing it on PC, but the power that you have to play it on Steam Deck, if you feel pleased to. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, it's Game Pass, so you might have yeah, to buy it. But. Annoyingly, I think there is a workaround. I can get access to Game Pass through the desktop side of my Steam Deck, so I wouldn't have to pay for it, which I think for the sake of 70 quid, I'd probably I'd probably do that. But yeah, if I wanted to, I could have it I could have it portable. It's oh, great. That'd just be, that'd, oh. I don't think it would run particularly well. Well, I've seen people say it's really good. Oh, uh, well... I've seen... I think I, I would imagine it would lock it at 30 frames. Can confirm. Go Charlie has bought an Xbox for has this he? game. Fantastic. <laughs> he's, he's that hype for it. Uh, it's well, great. Pe- people are coming to me. I love the fact that like I just get messages from people I haven't heard for ages. When, when a game comes out and they don't know a lot about a lot, they go, well, I know a man that does know a lot about and not a lot. So let's holler him. And uh, nine times out of ten, I recommend stuff and they hate me for it, but they keep coming back. And this is why we run a game and podcast. We do slightly know what we're on about. Mm. It's odd. Yeah, there we, is some knowledge there. We like to think we do. Uh, we know more than the average Joe. Yeah, which is how we'll... So where do you want to start? I think you should start maybe on the... Uh, what what character... What, what did you go with? What was your traits, your... your your poison that's it so when you make your character you get to pick three um traits and they're quite they're and quite, a background yeah they're quite unique um background i i think i picked pilot i think is what i went for or i can't i can't really remember but my traits one of my traits was the one where um you have that adoring fan that fucking randomly pops up. He's from an oblivion. Yep, he's now on my fucking. Um, he's now on my ship. Uh, and then the other two, fucking hell, what was the other two? I think they were just like bog standard. Oh, one of them, um, I got a bounty on me. Bounty hunters will always. That's wanted. Yeah, wanted will 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 um, try and, and take me out because I thought might be interesting. Fuck it. No, none have actually come to take me out yet, but. 
we'll see. And then my other one, uh, I can't actually remember. I think it was just one of the boring ones, like extra stats somewhere for doing something. I can't remember what. So my background, I picked Bounty Hunter. Yep. It's just fucking cool, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The traits are all optional. You don't need to take any of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I know a guy at work, he, he's he got uh, dyslexia. Mm-hmm. So, like, reading's not really his thing. Like, he can read, but, you know, he, he'd avoid it if he can. Yeah. So, But he plays, like, his game that he only plays is ESO. It's the only game he plays. He plays it you know, whenever he's free. Thousands and thousands of hours in it, mm-hmm. which is mental to me because for someone that can't really read, he plays an MMO. Which yeah, but it's all voice acted. It is voice acted, but there's still a lot of menus and shit to get mm. through. For someone that's not, he's not a gamer, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he just plays MMOs. Yeah. That anyway. Uh, so yeah, he, he didn't realise that they were optional, so he just picked like whatever free, he just whatever. Um, I can't remember what I picked. I definitely picked Wanted. And I did remember what the other one was, but it seems to have eluded me. Uh, I have had people turn up and try and uh, kill me. So what they do is they give you something and they also take away. That's why they're optional. So, for example, um, Wanted will give you like, I can't remember, plus 5% or 15% damage permanently. But also you can get swarmed by bounty hunters. Mm. Um, I liked one of them that, that basically made it like real life. You've just got a mortgage. That you have to pay. It was, um, <laughs> yeah, you have access to a to a very decent house, and then there was another one where, um, like, both your parents are alive and you can visit them, but two percent of your income goes directly to them. Yeah, which fuck yous. I feel like that they both would have been interesting ones to go with, um, but like you say, they're they're completely optional. They just a little make it a little bit more spicy. I mean, the mortgage one was like you had to pay fucking hundred and fifty grand a month, like or something. I was like, that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be nah. fucking popping that out. So yeah, I didn't bother with that. I can't remember exactly what the other one was, but I'm sure I remember. Um, I wonder if it would get repossessed. You I don't know. Pay it, and then there'd be happens. like some some quest sequence where your house gets fucking taken from you. Yeah. I feel like that would be the kind of shit that could happen. Oh yeah, 100% this sort of stuff would happen. Um, but yeah, I got up, I set my alarm 4 o'clock in the morning <laughs> last Friday to play this with the intention of coming on the pod. So well, I'll get some time in um, and I only really managed to get the intro done and I was very tired and it was hard to, it was hard to absorb the information that was being portrayed through the television screen at that time. Pitch black, Fucking TV lights in my eyes, trying to drink coffee quietly because my wife's asleep next to me. Didn't want to wake the kids up. But we got through it. And uh, yeah, I, I've i not looked back. I've put 20 hours in so far, which for me is a lot because I, I can only play like a couple of hours. You only had fucking seven last time I spoke to you. Yeah, I'm, at, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 20, 21 now. I've done just shy of 11, which ain't bad for two days. <laughs> it's quite a lot of time. Um, I managed to get the best spacesuit in the game. But do you know how? No. Alright, well there's a spoiler. Well no, Is not re- it's not really a spoiler. Well, I don't <clears> know if it's the best spacesuit in the game, but it's like three or four times better than the one I've got. Mm. And it's in a master locked cabinet. And it's in the lodge, you know, the constellation building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go down into the basement, there's a glass cabinet with a spacesuit in there. Oh, I haven't explored that. And, um, yeah, it's obviously like a, it's a master lock. Mm. If you like put your cursor in, you can get it. Oh, in you can between. just about get it. Yeah, and you keep spamming the button, you can get it. Decent. But, but what I've done is I'm going to have to do that when I yeah. fucking come off this. It's nuts. You get, you get the, you get a helmet, spacesuit, backpack thing, mm. a booster pack or whatever. Uh, but it's so good that I've just unequipped it and put it in my storage because I feel like I shouldn't have it yet. I've got a feeling that might <laughs> be like the reward that they give you for. Well, something. I've I've got the perk which lets me unlock advanced locks. Oh, yeah, um, that's, that's so I'd imagine the next one you have the next one up. I've I've got a no nah, next one's expert and oh, then master. Yeah. Obviously, I told you about the helmet that I stole that allows me to go invisible when I yeah, crouch. Yeah, I've got that. That um. Yeah, like going into the, the there's there's this um, store basically where you can buy gear and guns and shit like that, and obviously you can steal things like most Bethesda games. You you can nick stuff and then you get fucking bounty put on your head or whatever. You go to jail, all that shit. 
But what you can do is if it's on a racking or something like that is you can melee it and hit it off the racking and then just push it out the fucking building, which is exactly what I did. And then oh, just stole it like that. Yeah, yeah. And then just <laughs> and then just took it. And then with the helmet, um, I've got the perk for the stealth where it gives you a stealth bar so you know when you're hidden and when you're not. Um, and I just crouched by the helmet and then waited for it to say hidden and then just equipped it. Nice. And then no one, no one like does anything. Nice. And then obviously the minute you put it on, you're invisible because you're crouched and you're not not moving. Yes. So um, so yeah, it's been oh, it's been fantastic. You can pick up items. I don't know if you know. You can pick items up like and and hover them around and put them where you want. Rotate them. Yeah, I I don't know how to do that yet on PC. I've got the controls screenshotted for you. But I did think I was like because you used to be able to do that in Fallout Three. Yeah. Like do it in all of them. Fallout Four. Yeah. Three. But uh, yeah, like a, lot, a famous one used to be in Skyrim, like they'd have always gold on their desks and stuff or whatever in the shops, and it's people would put buckets on the shopkeeper's head it's and crazy, they'd just it? take everything yeah. and take the bucket off so they can't see. <laughs> it's great. great that the physics even exists for that. It's, it's but that's that's the, I sent you a picture of the wooden duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. was just a, it's just I found a wooden duck and it's the only one I've ever found. I so found you, the I found, oh, found a one duck. too. I, f- I also found a um a cuddly toy. Uh, that has had a proper name on it, and when I picked it up, it made like a really yeah, like, I got weird laughy noise. Yeah, I got, I got, I found two of them, uh, but one of them I want to put in my ship as well. Yeah, I was going to put it in the ship. Uh, but yeah, because I've only found one of them, it's my own little treasure. I've put it up in the cockpit, so I dropped it and then picked it up and <laughs> rotated it and popped it there. And to my surprise, I thought this is going to bug out. As soon as I take off, it's just going to go, mm. but it doesn't. It's still there. It just stays there. Yeah, stay there. Because mm. uh, it took me a long time as well to realise that you can you can en- exit your cockpit whilst you're in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realise that. So, yeah, when I got out in space and I exited and walked around, I said, it's still fucking there. It's so yeah. cool. Uh, but, yeah, we might have jumped the gun a bit. What do you think? Come on, hit me with your thoughts of the game. I think it's very, very good. I do think it's very good. I think it's it's getting a lot of um, negative uh, voices um, reviews, fucking people whinging about it. I think because so many people have the only real thing that you can put it next to is something like No Man's Sky, and they're two completely different games. Everyone's saying about the seamless um, exploration in No Man's Sky, and while yeah, that's a, that's a great feat. It's it's not groundbreaking that 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 isn't a thing in Starfield. If you don't know, in Starfield, basically. You want to go, if you want to traverse space, it is quite a few loading screens, but they're not tedious loading oh, screens. They're very quick. They're, they're very animated quick. And, they're, and they're very fast. So, for example, you're on a planet, you get in your ship, you, you open up your map, or sorry, you get in your ship and you can you can um, go into space and that that's a loading screen. And then you're in space, you can move around in space. You can't um, traverse the entire space, so there will be an invisible area where you'll hit a wall. Um, That's not actually true. They Someone flew all the way to a planet. They left it's a video. That Elena Pierce. Yeah, I don't think they ever she reached flew, it, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She flew to, I can't remember where it was, Pluto or something. She left it on, went to sleep, got up, and then put the stream back on just as she was about to get there. And when she got to, say, Pluto... And she, as she got to Pluto, she just went through the planet. So obviously, you're not supposed to fly to it, yeah. but you can but you if can. you wanted for some strange reason. So but also, just to jump in on that, the the loading screens and all that, you can cut a lot of them out. If you're on a planet, you can just travel to yeah, another yeah, planet. Yeah. You don't have to go into space first. Yep. And add to the fact of that, all this sort of stuff will just be modded out. In Skyrim, for example... One of the most popular mods that I've always had installed, and it's one of the most popular when you go on the mod store, is open cities, which means no loading screens for cities. Mm. So you would literally, normally you go up to Whiterun, you, you open the door, and then there's a loading screen to mm. get into the city. Now, on the mod, you just open the door and you walk in the city. Mm. So they'll have mods. to they'll, 100 million percent will be a mod where you can fly a ship in space. But the... You don't need the fucking. No, you don't need you don't, it. You no. don't need the mods. Some people the, will want that. One one thing that I found that I didn't like when I first started playing it, but now I'm starting to get used to it because it was just so much more different. Is the the space combat, um, piloting your ship and everything like that. It's very very different to any other thing that I, that I've played. Um, and you get to assign 
you have say like my ship for example i got 14 like power banks essentially and you can split that into how much power your engine has how much power your missiles have your your um your laser beams and things like that you can um move it all around your grav drive and all that shit and then the actual movement of the ship itself it's not like you have to hold down forward you you press forward and it will ramp up the speed. And I haven't then, got used to that yet. I'm and then always holding it. forward. Yeah. And it, it's, it is odd. Um, but like I said to Ash, I didn't like it. However, I saw it as I've got the default ship. It's slow. It's clunky. It's a shit ship compared to everything else. So no, it's not a fighting ship. For no. So the, so the, exploring the ship. yeah. So the combat in that ship is not going to feel as good as if I had a better ship and having seen, quite a lot of videos now on TikTok because obviously I'm liking that shit now that I've got the game. Um, I'm seeing a lot of ships that are a lot more um, durable in, in space flight and things like that. So so I know that it gets better. Um, and that was sort of my only real gripe with the game was that I wasn't used to the space combat and that's it. I also think it's harder for you, a lot harder, because a lot of people are struggling with flying with the mouse. Stuff like that. I think it's a lot easier on controller. Mm. Um, I quite like it on the mouse. Yeah, I, some people might get on better with it. I know I definitely wouldn't. I'm mm. struggling with the controller because whenever there's a fight, I'm instantly like, right, fuck, move. And I'm trying to move. And then I'm like, oh, my lasers aren't powered up. Click, 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 click. Mm. Up, 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 up. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get that. And then I'm locking on and they're yeah. shooting me and can't tell my health's gone down. And I'm, I don't know. What are you playing on? I'm playing on hard. It, it's I'm difficult. just playing it on normal. Yeah, it's the the space combat is by and large the hardest thing in the game so far. Yeah. Um, but, but the actual every everything else, like like I say, the noises in the game because I'm, I'm playing it with a headset. They're they're so good. The noises are so good. Um, don't get me wrong. There's obviously things that are wrong with this game. Um, from what I've heard, I've not, I haven't experienced any myself, but there, there's been a couple of bugs. I got one um, person I was talking to who their sound is completely broken in the game, and their loading screens keep crashing their game, and blah blah blah. And I was like, well, I, I haven't experienced any of that, but obviously it's a thing. Um, but also, I've noticed a trend of a lot of people that are complaining about it either haven't played the game or have only played like an hour and then gone, yeah, it's a shit. And if if that's how we're going to, um, for a game that takes hundreds of hours to complete, if that's how we're going to roll with it, then it, it's, it's not going to work. Because I've done the same shit with God of War, No Man's Sky itself, Elden Ring. You know what I mean? Like all, the, all these heavy-hitting games, Horizon... Fucking loads of them where, no, they're actually real, really good. you just got to stick at it a little bit. I've got a little interview here from uh, David Jaff, or Jaffe. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he was the director of God of War, like the first ones, I believe. Mm. Uh, and he's interviewing someone about why they don't like Starfield. And this just shows you what the problem is. Right, I'll, I'll play it. It's quite short. It's about a minute and a half long. I'm not, not that yet Starfield, but I'm not far in it. But I, I want to say one thing, though. The game is, so far, based on word of mouth, reviews, it's a disappointment. Okay. Even, I don't think it's a bad game, but it is a disappointment considering... I mean, how much what, have, how much have you played? Uh, like three hours. Okay, <laughs> what's disappointing about it to you? To me, it just doesn't get... First of all, I thought the intro was horrendous. I think the writing... What about the intro? What about the intro was horrendous? It just was very lackluster. <laughs> like if you compare it to Skyrim, immediately you're you know you're you're fighting a dragon. There's a and then Skyrim you're sent out into the world to do anything you want. Like literally, that's the same here. Whereas this is a little bit like I said, it's a little more shallow. It's a little bit more. It's a little bit almost more like Mass Effect. Where it's more story-oriented, it's pushing you in a certain direction. This bit. Do you and think that was the choices you made? What what is, what is her name? Lynn or Lim, the, the lady who's your boss? Do you think part of it is just that? The fact that she asked you to burn the bodies and shit and it should be more of a choice versus she forces you to do it and it's almost like it's scripted at that point? 
that's some of it. Um, I mean, that didn't I, that I, didn't happen at all in the game. So I'm assuming you haven't played it yet. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? So people are just jumping on bandwagon, <clears throat> just being like, "Nah, shit." But you ha- yeah. but you haven't played it, and also, yeah, there, there is an argument for saying, right? Yeah, I've heard a lot of people I respect, uh, and they're big Bethesda fanboys, um, say they they weren't. They weren't a hundred percent sold on it until about twelve, fifteen, twenty hours in, however yeah. long it took them to yeah. get to certain places. I think, yeah, all right. Some games aren't designed in that way, but these games are designed for long, for long play sessions and long mm-hmm. play time. So you kind of know what you're getting into uh, and expecting. And, and don't get me wrong, it's not bad uh, up until that point. But yeah, it can be slow. It can be a bit boring and tedious. I'm I'm ten out, ten, eleven hours in. I have not had a single bit where it's slow. No, I don't all. think so. And I've only done three or four of the main story missions because yeah, right. I've been doing side shit. But as I said to you yesterday or the day before, the there's a point in the I'm main... I'm doing all the start, main yeah, stuff now. There's a point in the main story where... And, and I'm still well early in it. Well, I'm pretty sure I am anyway. Um, but there's a point in the main story where something happens and, you, and, and you're kind of like, oh, wow, I, I, I wasn't aware of this. Mm. So, And when you get to that point, like the, the game is going to open up even more in mm. terms of just, I, well, I'm not going to say anything, there, but yeah, there's, there's something that happens and you're just like, oh, I didn't even there know. Is, there is so much shit uh, to do in this game. Looking at my quest log, there's just so much stuff, so many different storylines that I'm currently doing of which I know that they're going to intertwine at some point. Like, I won't say who, but there's one geezer that I'm currently planning on blackmailing. I'm also doing a different quest line, which is to do with this geezer, but it's com- it is not mentioned whatsoever, but I just know that that's the path that it, they're going to cross. So that's why I'm saving this little thing that I've got to blackmail this geezer. There's countless other quests that I've got where... I've either you've just been walking through a city and someone's been saying, oh, I really wish such and such could help me or, or could do so. And you go and speak to them and then boom, you've got another quest or some quest that you pick up just by fucking just being in the area. There's so there's so much stuff to do that the people who the people who are playing it and saying it's bland, it's boring, it's 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 really not lived up to expectations and things like that. You're you're not. You're not going to get what you're after in two, three hours worth of gameplay. It's just not going to happen. And also, this is a Bethesda game. I'm not. I'm not a Bethesda fanboy, but we all know that things like Skyrim, Fallout, even to some extent, um, fucking uh, Otherworld. Uh, no, sorry, um, Outer Outer Worlds. Yes, there's there's a story there. And most of them have a very decent story. There's a lot of quest lines there, blah, blah, blah. It's also somewhat of a sandbox. You have the freedom to do a lot of shit. We just sat here and told you that I stole stuff by knocking it off the shelf and then walking out the door with it before I equipped it. Ash got a really fucking decent spacesuit behind a locked cabinet by peering through the fucking gap in the glass and then taking it that way. You can put buckets over people's heads in Skyrim to nick shit. There's there's so much stuff that you can do it's thinking outside the, the box. That you don't even know. As yeah, well so to say that that is bland and boring, that, that it's... I feel like we're in a gaming culture at the moment where everyone wants stuff handed to them on a plate. They want... They want instant fucking um, satisfaction the minute they're playing that game they want to be blown away from start to finish and unless you're invested in the game and actually fucking switched on a little bit not every game's going to give you that and this isn't the kind of game where you are going to receive that if you could fly from planet that's the main complaint I've seen is one the invisible walls on planets you have to run for so long to get to that point haven't hit a single invisible wall this is what I mean neither have I so I don't know how long you have to do it but it's a long time and also the flying between planets or whatever. Right, so if there was no invisible wall, fine. If if you could fly between planets, fine. But these people would find something else to moan about. Yeah. And they'd, they'd grasp I'm telling that. you now, planet-wise, with the invisible walls, like No Man's Sky, No Man's Sky, you can traverse the entire planet in a seamless fucking thing. You can do this on Starfield because you ain't hitting that fucking wall. There is so much shit to do in whatever area is set 
it's crazy. And then if you do happen to hit a fucking wall, it's not very um, much of an issue to just jump on your ship and then literally you can also fly. fast travel to your ship. Yeah, to just fly to the next bit, which then loads you in. Um, I landed on the moon expecting to be hit with this small area that I could explore. Fucking just running constantly, but it's not like I'm running and there's nothing. I'm on the moon. I'm on the moon. There's nothing on the moon. We've been there. It's just cheese, right? I'm there. (laughs) And there is countless buildings, caves, hidden areas. Fucking, I come across this oil refinery place that was purely, it was run by robots with a warning that come up saying, if I enter, they're going to kill me. Mm -hmm. That was just one of the random things on the fucking moon, a place where there's nothing there. I mean, you're talking about just side quests. You just land on any planet. There's stuff to do everywhere. That that wasn't even a side quest. I was doing... That's what I mean. I was doing a side side quest, quest. and the fucking NPC that I had with me said, oh, if you want to go and explore the moon, that would be quite fun for a little minute before we go and do this. So it weren't even part of the mission. It was literally the NPC with me saying, I'd quite like to go over there if you want to do it. And we did. We didn't spend long there, but the videos I see of people running in straight lines on planets and hitting invisible walls, I I have no idea. Never did that in No Man's Sky. I never landed on a planet in No Man's Sky and just run in a straight line for 20 minutes. Who's doing that? No, exactly. Who's doing that? And what and what do you want? What do you want from that? Or you just want to be able to run in a straight line forever on right. a planet? I'm a I'm a big fan of No Man's Sky, as we both are. But it, obviously are. it has its limitations in comparison. The biggest criticism was always said with No Man's Sky is there's a lot but there's not a lot there's not a lot to do. There's a lot of mining. It relies on creativity of yeah, the person playing. But you if you land on a planet on No Man's Sky, you're gonna run around, you're gonna see the same containers. You're going to see the same buildings, mm-hmm. the the pointless aliens that you can't really do anything with. There's mm-hmm. no missions. They're not giving you any quests. You're fighting sentinels. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? On this, there's there's fucking random alien fucking monsters. There's obviously the mining, the scanning, the building, um, the 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 random quests you can come across, the radiant quests. I've had I was out <laughs> I was out mining because I've got a real problem, and this this is probably my only problem with the game. Two problems I have is one. And storage space because I'm a hoarder, <laughs> and every if I see a mineral, I need it, and I'm worried I'm going to need it, so I store it all. Um, and I just I never have any fucking space in my inventory. And two, I don't think the companions talk enough. Um, but hopefully that will be patched in quickly. I saw someone build a ship; it had twenty-one thousand inventory, yeah, that's inventory what I need. slot. It that's was it was literally just all containers. Yeah, crazy. That's, that's that's the kind of shit that I need. Um, but yeah, just running around on a planet. You, you're always finding stuff. Um, what's that thing I sent you? I By know. the way, we're not ripping No Man's Sky at all. No, we're no, both, we both Man's love Sky. the game, but it's they're they're two completely different games, and people who keep comparing them are just just outright wrong. Yes, because they're not comparable. Just because they're both in space, it does not mean. Yes, you can obviously see that Starfield has taken some kind of inspiration from No Man's Sky with the minerals and the scanning them and, th- and things like that, but only only slightly. And, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Like it, it like you say, you, you sort of hit the nail on the head on that one. You go to a place on No Man's Sky, yes, the planets are randomly generated and, and they are fantastic, but it, you, there is only as much to do on the planet as your imagination will allow you to perceive. There's minerals there, there's things that you can gather, but ultimately, unless you're there for a specific quest that has sent you there, it's a it's a survival sandbox. So you, you are creating your own fun with that game and there is a shit ton of fun. But it's not it's not story driven. Well, early on in the game, I was fighting I was just on a random planet, I don't know where I was, and I was in some little fucking robotic area. And I've just come out and I'm still in the same sort of boat now. I've got no fucking medipacks. I never have very many because I'm always healing. I'm playing on hard, so mm. I, know, I guess that helps. Um, but yeah, I, I, had a, I had not a lot of health. I come out, I was like, all right, I'm just going to go to the ship and leave. As I was going to the ship, a ship landed and all the fucking bounty hunters jumped out, <laughs> started shooting me. I was like, fuck. So I've had to like, I've tried to fast travel to the ship, but I can't because I'm in combat. So I had to like duck and dive and run 
to try and get to the ship whilst being chased by bounty hunters. Like, that's just random stuff happening. Yeah. You're not getting that in No Man's Sky. That's not to detriment to No Man's Sky, but that is the organic thing in Bethesda games, <coughs> what makes them so unique. Because yeah. think, like all them videos I've been sending you, yeah, they're just yeah. unique experiences that are not, they're not scripted, so they make them, that makes it more fun. Yeah. Because it just happens, it's organic. And that's why Bethesda games are so beloved, because you all got your own stories. Like, and I, I genuinely think that a lot of the people that are, that, that are speaking negativity, don't, don't get it twisted, we're not, here sucking the dick of Starfield. No, it's not perfect. It is not, not perfect. It, it definitely isn't. I no. would. I wouldn't put it in the category of game of the year either. So from what I've seen so far, I don't think it's there. I think it's a very good game, but I also feel that a lot of the people that are ripping it just haven't played it. Not no, talking only so. put a couple of hours. Just haven't played it full stop. And you know for a fact there's a lot of people whinging who only play on PlayStation it's because they can't have it. Yeah. The same way that Xbox that my Xbox players complain when a fucking when God of War Ragnarok released, ah, it looks too linear. You can't. It's not even open world. Like it, it, you're always gonna get people whinging, always. And I feel like there's some instances where that that almost negative feedback is somewhat necessary, dependent on the game and and how it's released and things like that. But a lot of the time, it's just tears down gaming as a whole and the developers and everything like that if they spent all that time and effort making a game to just have people consistently whinge it's like what's what's the fucking like you say if it if it's seamless travel and you can do everything that everyone's whinging about they'll find something else to fucking whinge if it's open world they'll complain it's not linear if it's linear they'll complain it's not open world there's always some cunt who has a fucking whinge about it if it, if it was if you had to fly everywhere, people would soon get bored of that and be like, "I want to." Of course, fly they fucking planet. would because the flying in No Man's Sky is boring as well. Yeah. After a while, yeah, it gets w- fucking boring. Much like everything, after in, you do it for a while, is boring. You're in the vastness of space. <coughs> what are you doing apart from flying to the planet? Exactly. Like there's there's other ships, exactly. but you'll see them in the the, in noi- the orbit the, of the planet. The noises of the ships, by the way, are fantastic. Yeah. When you hit the thrust, it, 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 they sound real fucking decent. So like when you take off, it's got that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, noise. really nice, nice sounds. And... Um, I like all the little clicks and the bunch of... Yeah, man. Yeah, when you, you load it up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It, it, I, Have you got another ship yet? No. Right, no. so I've bought... I've bought another ship. I don't ship. have the fucking dough. I've got like 40,000 whatevers. I bought a second ship, one from the first... Uh, from the Atlantis, Achilles is called. And... Uh, I've also um, I've also stolen a ship. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that one. But what? You, but there's different cockpits as well. So you know when you sit in your one mm. and you sit there and you pull the control panel out, mm. it wraps around you. Like my one, I get in it, I get in at the side, and as I get in, the seat rotates and goes decent forward. So like, there's so much like I haven't worked out the ship building yet. As oh, far yeah. as I'm aware. I need to get a hold of another ship in order to start getting more parts to build shit. I uh, think. I don't think so. Uh, I just started building. I just started adding things on the side. So when I wanted more storage, I just got. I just bought the storage container, just clipped it on the side. Obviously, you can only clip onto certain pieces, mm. and everything needs to be attached and blah blah. And I'm like, say, I'm not a very creative person, so I struggled for a bit trying to work out what <coughs> I was doing wrong. Um, but yeah, now when I want more storage, I literally just pop more storage on. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have a have another look at it. I want to get a little bit further in the main story before I start fucking around with the ships and and things like that. Um, but yeah, man, I I I think it's a fucking good game. It's playing really well on 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 PC. Um, I think I'm getting I'm on high graphics, not not ultra, but that's just what it's set to as default. So I might whack it over to Ultra and see see how it actually plays. But on high graphics, I'm getting a stable 90 frames. Per yeah, second. that's that's my other gripe. Obviously, this I, I can't wait till the mod comes out to unlock frames because 30 FPS is horrible. That's a poor move. It's I don't horrible. I don't understand because the Starfield is optimized for the Xbox, not for PC. So I can't really understand why 
we're running at 30 frames per second on a Series X. I mean, it's just mainly for performance, so there's not lag spikes. Yeah, so. but you could have the performance without any of that because yeah, I mean, it's a could, fucking yeah. Series X. I'd imagine they could have a performance or quality mode like most games 100%, do. 100%, and I think it would be absolutely fine. I will 100% be unlocking them frames because the 30 FPS is jarring. I don't yeah. like it. I thought it might be passable because it is in some games. It's very noticeable and I hate it. Mm. So I can't wait for that to go. Uh, but yeah, this the, the whole thing about it is a vast universe. Explore it, explore as your leisure. Uh, people got a lot... Before the game come out, people were getting hung up on the Thousand Planets thing and uh, only a hundred of them having life on them and stuff. I think now it's probably... I'm guessing, because obviously I haven't been to a Thousand Planets, but I'm guessing when it comes to only a hundred of them having life on there's still going to be things to do on these planets. There's still going to be buildings, still going to be stuff to find. Like I say, the not moon going to has be robots on it. Yeah, they're not just going to be barren, barren. There's going to be things to do. Um, and yeah, like the, the little stories, man. So I don't know how much you're into it, but I'm listening to all the dialogue. Uh, you know, I'm, I walked into, I landed on a random planet. I don't know what it was. Fucking Garnacho or something it's called. I oh, fuck no. <laughs> fucking Garnacho. I don't know. Something beginning with a G. I was wandering around and there um I wandered into like this little fucking uh, repair shop thing. I was talking to a girl. She's writing a story, something about mech warriors from the future or some shit. Is it a good title for a book? I was like, no, it sucks because I'm playing a dickhead. Yeah, I always do. Yep. And um, then, but then she started talking about like the colony wars and stuff, all the backstory of the game, all the wars and that. And apparently, because you know, it's contraband, and a lot of it is mech parts. You're not allowed to have mech parts. And she explains, you can ask her why, like, because she was a mech pilot in the wars and why they were banned and stuff. And I was like, okay, so now I'm understanding why mech parts is contraband, because I didn't know. Yeah. Now I understand that mechs are banned as part of, like, the colonization um, and the unification to stop fighting between planets and yada yada. So I'm hopeful that there's going to be some mechs to climb into or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The possibilities in this game are just, it's going to have the the lifespan of Skyrim. It's just going to be modded to fucking the high hill and people will still be playing it in 10 years. It's just because they'll have to because there won't be another Starfield for 20. Starfield 2 will be 20 years away. Agreed. Um, which is fine because as soon as they add Darth Vader and a lightsaber, I'm done. I don't need any other games. That'll, yeah, that's... I'm just gonna you be just know around. it's coming. You know, you know the fucking Death Star and all of that oh, shit is all coming. When yeah. you, one, the minute you introduce a, a ship builder, that's it. You You saw what the people did with fucking Tears of the Kingdom. Now look what they're going to fucking do with with Starfield. It's going to be... The mods are going to be mad. And yeah. I hope the mods on the Xbox are larger than they were on Skyrim. Because Skyrim, you had like a five gig max. Mm. It needs to be extended because I need lightsabers. I need Darth Vader. I need Death Stars. I need fucking... I need all of the Star Wars stuff. I need a Star Wars pack. Yep. That I can just go, boop, it's now Star Wars. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's the organicness of the game. Like uh, The first fucking... The first mission thing you do, and Vasco comes out with you, and you, uh, you know, the Crimson Fleet, you have to fight them. Mm-hmm. The captain at the end, and you come out, and he's like, "Hey, motherfucker, mm. you know, I want your ship." I don't know how you dealt with it, but I persuaded him to not, you know, fight me, um, and he let me. He let me go. He was like, "Just take your ship and your fucking robot and leave." And I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I passed. I've done the persuasion thing." But then I killed them all anyway. Yep. Because it's fun. The the geezer that I'm currently blackmailing, I had to. He set me on a task to destroy his ship, which had been taken by pirates because there's some sensitive data on there. I've done that. Yeah, and I did not destroy his ship. I boarded it. I, well, I lied to the pirates, and they let me board, and then they instantly found me out. And yeah, I did a persuasion thing with with the with the captain, and basically said, "Look, I'll take what I need. You can keep your fucking ship." And then we'll both go be on our ways. And he was like, all right, fair enough. And yeah, I was tempted to fucking kill everyone and take the ship. I was tempted. But I, again, I remembered one of the side missions that I'm doing and I thought this could come in handy. So I've got a little fucking envelope, which is to blackmail the geezer that give me that fucking task. Interesting. I know exactly what quest you're talking about because that's on... Um, it's on like that dusty-ass planet, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I did the same thing. I went there, found his ship, boarded the ship, but like that that famous meme or gif is, 
I didn't give anyone a chance to talk. I boarded this ship and I just started shooting. Started blasting. I blasted everyone in that ship. And then, not only did I shoot them all and kill them all and took the data, but I also fulfilled my mission. I got off the ship and I blew it up. So just another way of doing things. And that's the organic nature of just a, just a normal side mission. The, the, the differences that we've had just through that. Also, I'm in the same position as you when you spoke about getting caught with contraband and then I'm also in that thing but I won't go into it but I'm also on the side of well as soon as I get the option to side with the other lot I'm siding with them Yep. Yeah, and I'm blowing you motherfuckers sky high so you're a fucking um, traitor basically uh, <laughs> I will be yes <laughs> I will be wiping them motherfuckers off well they, they I didn't know what was going on uh, because the reason I'm in the situation that you're in is because that, ironically, mm. that mission that we just discussed, I was doing that. Yeah, and yeah. I took a lot of stuff from there, and on my way back, that's when they nabbed me. Forgive me, I've got Pringles. Yeah, I just had that image, you know, that camera in the Pringles videos, and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're saying. Um, I won't eat them into the mic. But yeah, it's, I was just. It's just such a good game, and I just I wake up thinking about it. I go to sleep smiling because I've had so much fun, and the the variables on it are just that's what makes it great. It's that water cooler moment that people call it, where people stand around in an office around the water cooler talking about what they got up to on the game the night before, and everyone will be doing different things. And them games are so few and far between, and so unique that they should be celebrated and not vilified. It's a nice breath of fresh air is what it is. This is a, it's a very exciting brand new game from Bethesda. First in 21, 22 years. First new IP. Mm. Mm-hmm. So two decades. Todd Howard's magnum opus. And let's not, yeah. let's, let's have it right and not forget as well that, uh, they've they stated in in interviews that I've seen with my own eyeballs and ear holes that they said this the reason the games are so far in between is because they put obviously so much work into it but mm. their games you know a la Skyrim but it's a different world we're living in now um, Starfield's going to be supported for years Starfield yeah, yeah. is going to be not just mod support they're going to be doing expansions DLCs. <coughs> And the Creation Club, whilst frowned upon on Skyrim and stuff like that, because it's such an old game and it was bought in so late, it's great. It's it's, it's crafted content mm. from Bethesda, i.e. spacesuits and, yep. and missions and little bits and bobs, little gameplay changes and stuff that you can buy with real money if you want to. But you don't have to. Yeah. They'll just enhance the immersion if you want to be lost in a in a sci-fi world, which is all I want. Now, I'm ready for Starfield 76. <laughs> <laughs> Online Starfield. Why not? Yeah, that would be pretty cool. But I'm happy with what I've got. You know, if, I've they, made... if they had something like Elder Scrolls Online, but in space, mm. but with the current graphics of Starfield, yeah. you'd be onto a fucking, you'd be onto oh, a winner right. all day. Massively. All day, every well, day. You just think of how successful ESO is. Yeah. And like you were saying on the pod with Steph the other day, about the quality and the difference that you notice now with voice-acted dialogue. Mm. So as I said to you when we was playing WoW, like, I like to know what I'm doing, the stories, but I don't want to sit there and read all that. Yeah, yeah. So I just click through and then run. To, I'm looking at what my objective is, not what I'm actually supposed to be doing or any yeah. reason behind it. Um and I know that's the MMO landscape and that's how a lot of them operate. But I also like being told, because when, as Steph rightly said as well, you could play ESO like I have when I've played it as a single player Skyrim. There's other, yeah, people, there's other people running about doing their thing, but I'm in my own story. I'm doing my own stuff. Yeah. Whereas in World of Warcraft, even though I can play it that way, I'm not interested in all reading all that stuff. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. And neither am I. Exactly. Very few mm. people do. You got to get into the lore of WoW. I think you have to be very interested in it because it's a lot of reading. There's no the, it, reading actual books and fucking all the dialogue in the quests and and knowing where you are. Whereas with something like ESO, it it throws it at you. And like I said, there's multiple people that don't listen to the dialogue 
and are able to work it out through the quests themselves and what they're doing and the areas. It, it tells the story without you having to actually listen to it. it makes it very, very um, fun to play. Yeah, for me, that's why I've always preferred the ESO style of the MMO because, one, it's on controller, but that's just me. That's a personal thing. But two, when I'm doing something, even if it is collect 10 apples, I know why I'm doing it, and I and yeah. I, you're more invested in the reason for it as opposed yeah. to I've just clicked accept quest, gone and collected 10 apples, and here you go, I'll give me the XP dump here. I'm actually yeah, doing yeah. it because this woman's child can only live on apples and I've yeah you're you're in you're invested in it because you know exactly what's going on which yeah. is which is how i feel with starfield at the moment yeah that's why i'm picking up all of this side stuff because i'm actually paying attention to what it is that i'm doing and why it is that i'm doing whatever it is that i'm doing it, it it's a very um engaging game if you let it if you let it be engaging it's fantastic Stop fucking whinging about Starfield. Just leave it alone. It's not perfect. No, it isn't. But it's one of the fucking decent games of this year. Stop fucking whinging, you sweaty little cunts. Neon Street Rat was the other trait I picked. There's a Neon Street Rat. I can't remember what it does, but it means you grew up on the mean streets of Neon, which I haven't visited yet, although I have found an outfit from it. Um, Hmm. The weapons as well. I keep finding new weapons. I keep thinking, oh, that's probably all the weapons. Nope. No, the weapons are great. There's another new one. I found one yesterday. I killed is at the end of like once again a random little side thing. Killed this guy and uh, he dropped like the sickest gun. I, I don't think I'll pick another gun now. Um, it's it's just a pistol, but it's got like you know in Dead Space, so he's got like that laser cutter thing. Mm. It's got like three green dots that come off of it, like a like a triangle of dots. Um, and I think it shoots like radiation mm-hmm. or something, but it's like yep. it's fucking sick. <laughs> the the gun feel, obviously, it feels it will be feeling different on a console, but for me, it feels great. It's the best combat they've Bethesda have done. By feel, feels really really good. I know that they said um, in interviews that the ID team helped them out because uh, obviously they're Bethesda because um, that's Doom. And mm-hmm. Doom is shooting. So mm-hmm. you put Doom and Bethesda together, the shooting's going to be a lot better. Obviously, it's not as you know impactful as Doom, but it, it's there. And like I say, once again, mods, they'll add mods to make fucking, you know, blowing people's legs off and stuff. I was surprised that they haven't done that because in most of, like in Fallout and stuff, you can blow people's heads off. And yeah. that. I don't think you could do that in this yet. Well, I haven't seen it. But there's there's uh, there's bits of space and stuff like that and, and planets and shit where the gravity affects your combat. Oh yeah, I was I was flying in space yesterday, and um, I just come across a derelict ship. I boarded it, I hailed it first because you know mm. it immersed me. No noise, nothing coming back. So I boarded it, and I all I was all just floating around. First time that's happened. Mm. It was a fucking casino. It was a floating casino in space. Abandoned casino. Have you been in it? Uh, I haven't been in it, but I've seen a video about it. Apparently, it's quite a good place to get a load of money. Yeah, yeah, I reckon I found a bit of money, but it's just sick, <coughs> like, and and when I like, so this is why I love Bethesda games and not just Starfield in general, just Bethesda games, full stop. Because I stumbled across this, I went in there, I was, I've no idea what I'm doing, where I am. This is cool. I'm looking around. I don't know what it is. Oh, it looks like a looks like a casino. Oh, they must. I'm guessing that something's happened and everyone's died because the gravity's gone and everyone's suffocated mm. and died. That's what I've put together in my own head. But then I'm finding like like little environmental storytelling things and documents and stuff and reading it. And no, this is the first casino um, uh, in gravity space and stuff like that. So it's, yeah. it was supposed to be like that, um, but it wasn't really working and stuff. So you... you you kind of you kind of get a story without being told a story if you look for it, mm. and that's fucking genius. I don't think that's why I think games like this should just be celebrated. As you said, twenty one years for the first new IP, it's been like ten years in the making, and it, it shouldn't be like picked at its flaws. Obviously, it should be fairly critiqued, but I feel like people are just just trying to floor it because. They just want to. They want to have the media hits. If, if you want to go and play No Man's Sky because it's so much better, go and play No Man's Sky. That's absolutely fine. If you genuinely believe that Starfield is shit and there's other games out there that are, that are far better, Star Citizen, No Man's Sky, fucking 
ever space, then by all means, go and play them. It's absolutely fine. But I, for one, am enjoying Starfield, even more so with the fact that I haven't had to pay for it because it's free on Game Pass. Um, so uh, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy. I decided I'm going to buy Starfield, and then I'm going to cancel Game Pass because I probably ain't going to play nothing else. <laughs> yeah, genuinely, I bought the mm. Xbox for Starfield. I've got Starfield. I, there might be the odd game that I come back, but then I'll just subscribe for a month and play it, and mm. then I'll subscribe. Mm. And that once I've once I've uh, had Starfield for like six months, I'm, then I've paid for the yeah. Game Pass I would have had. You know, yeah. so I'm going to be playing this game for hundreds of hours. It's, it's like Skyrim. I always went back to it, even. Uh, as recent as last year, I was playing Skyrim and modding it, and then Connor started playing it again. And they're just that's just them sort of games. You just get a new idea for a new playthrough, new character, new way of doing stuff. It just it just seems it just seems very fun. It's very easy to fucking potter about and just do bits by bits, bit by bit, with no um, immediate pressure that you need to complete this game. No, because it, everyone's um, game is so different. Because they're all, it's all random events and shit like that. You, the game hasn't even the game hasn't even shown its full potential to you yet. No. I'm excited for you to get to that and go, oh, okay, mm. and then you're gonna be like, right, well that's that's that changes a few things because now my brain is like, oh, right, then I there's it's hard to say without giving it away, so I'm not gonna say anymore. But yeah, <laughs> I, I can't wait for you to get to that point. I'll find it out tonight. Yeah, it won't be. You won't. If you beeline the main stuff, you'll be there well quick. Because yeah. I just beelined it, uh, and I was there very, very quickly. Um, and then I stopped the main quest because I was like, right now, I know that was probably the thing that most people say. And when you get to that point, then then you'll realise what the game is and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. So, yeah, I think um, now I'm just going to go back to just doing what I do, which is, oh, let's check the log. Have I got anything I fancy doing? No. All right, I'll land on this planet and see what's going on. And that's all I've been doing. Oh, this is fucking such a cool game. Yeah, I want to go home and play it now, but I can't because I've got to talk to these fucking Patreon mugs. Which we're going to go and do. Yeah, <laughs> we are going to do that. As always, patreon.com forward slash what's the buttons. Shitload of episodes there that you can get access to for like five quid. Have you told them all they're on Spotify? No, you haven't, yeah. They are all on Spotify. That's quite cool. Um, Steph is working on uh, changing the logo for that specific um, Spotify section because it comes up as the the patron tier is called the Jedi Club, um, if you're not aware. And um, on we've linked it now with Spotify so you can listen to all the patron episodes through Spotify if you are obviously subscribed. Um, and Steph was going to change the logo uh, to theme it Star Wars and she was going to, she was going to have obviously like blue and red and then she was going to replace the controller with a lightsaber and some other shit might put a fucking um might turn you into some kind of vader type oh. there's there's a couple of things that we're that we're looking to do to sort of separate it but oh, yeah I it's, be Darth Vader. because that is one of the annoying things about patrons if you want to listen to anything on it you've got to go on the patron app but now it's all directly on spotify which is fantastic and very easy. Also, have you used that Spotify DJ thing? Yeah, it's the quite AI cool. Thing. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Now we're going to listen to some tracks that you haven't listened to for yeah. a while. So up next is 50 Cent within the club. Decent. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Right. We're going to go and do that. Um, play lots of Starfield. We, um, yeah, we hope you didn't tune into this episode to listen to anything else because you'll be sorely disappointed. 10 out of 10. See you later. Uru. Uru.